now it's just his butt, which you can't hear. Thank God. Yeah. You're recording it now, aren't you? Mm. <laughs> Cat's butts? Not my butt. Or is it? <laughs> Nobody will ever know. Wink, wink. Hey, guys, we have wink stickers. I can't wait to wink all over town. Isn't it great? It's yes. nice when you can spread something like a disease. Love this. <laughs> like, like a disease. Well, it's funny because the wink, everyone around me does it. Like everyone at work now will just, the someone will say something and go, wink. And I'm like, you are so welcome. It's nice to see an Im- that you have an impact on the world. Yeah, I love this. So, um, Yeah. And here at the V-Spot podcast, that's what you're listening to. Uh, we love to wink, wink. That's that's a kind of cold intro. No, I threw in I threw in the name of the podcast. Yeah. And my name is Danny. My name is Kat. There's our names, too. And that's the silent producer, Andy. He gives a thumbs up. He, I mean. he didn't. <laughs> He's laying underneath a fish right now. And I'm not going to explain that. So... <clears throat> Yeah, great, cool. Um, we should probably, since it is recording day, is also Kentucky Fried Chicken Day. Mention how absolutely fucking wild. Oh that my is, god, right? I want it so bad. I didn't. So like, I saw that it was happening, and then today, what I what we actually saw was pictures of the actual yes. stuff. It looks fucking good, and my my question is, I don't know. Because Beyond right now only has the chicken strips, like, that you get in bags. It must be special. Like, they they made it special. Much like they made the Beyond sausage special for Duncan or whatever. You mm. know what I mean? It's Can like they make it you- special for my house? Yeah. Because I want that. Yeah, I mean, they should do that for their best friends. Honestly. <laughs> I mean... In five hours, it sold out. I wonder what made them pick Atlanta. Fried chicken. Hello. Duh. <laughs> That's true. I'm like, what? Why Atlanta? But that is true. It's yeah. like the South. The yeah. South. Fried chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Probably. That's, it sounds good. That was my assumption. Yeah. No, it's great. I yeah. love that because I was just like, why Atlanta? Why not New York City? Why not? Yeah. But nope. Yeah. That makes sense. And I mean, look at they sold out and there was a wildly crazy line around the corner they painted the building green which i thought was cool i want it i mean yeah no me too i want it right now yeah it's it's happening it andy said i think when i told him or we were talking about it andy's like well this is what happens when you get you know burger king mm-hmm. jumping and that's all it takes because think about it you had the impossible burger at um burger king and then they announce, you know, in a snap, oh, Subway's getting Beyond Meatballs. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, KFC is testing Kentucky Fried Beyond Chicken. It's like, bam, bam, bam. It's one thing. And then it just opens up this, like, floodgate. Open them up. Yeah. Open up those gates. All I want in my life is Del Taco because their <laughs> fucking stuff looks so good. There used to be a Del Taco on Western Avenue. Why isn't there now? I don't know. Taco Bell. Get on board. They have their ve- they they like promoting their vegan friendly stuff. I know. You know what I heard though? I read oh, this no. thing. <laughs> I read this thing. I'll have to find it so I can cite where I found it. But it was a list of 
all the corporations who have donated money to the Trump campaign. Oh, yeah. Taco Bell's on it. So it was Mm. Wendy's. Um, Well, we are no longer going to CVS because of this. Oh, CVS. CVS. Yeah. Yeah. Andy the other day goes, we're going to have to start going to Walgreens. Can't go to CVS anymore. And Mm -hmm. I was like, cool. Why? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he was like, because they donated a shit ton of money to the Trump campaign. Mm -hmm. And so we went... Okay, and now we're members of Walgreens. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't eat Taco Bell anyways. No, I don't either. I do get fries so. at Wendy's, not anymore, and I'll stick to that. But, yeah, come on, guys. Don't you have something better to do? No, put your money somewhere better. Or don't. Put it anywhere. Yeah. Because, you know, why does Taco Bell need to be involved in politics? Right? That's a good question. Like, that's... It's a, it's a weird, it's, you know, it's interesting coming off of Hamilton, mm-hmm. right? And seeing what the, you know, in an interpretation of what the founding fathers really wanted. And one of the things I told Andy is like, those dudes have to be rolling in their fucking graves with everything going on right now. Oh, like, yeah. yes, we know that they were raised. Yes, they yes. had slaves. They had their own issues. Yes. Absolutely. But when it comes to something from the perspective of democracy, like, do you ever, if you told them, if you brought Washington back from the dead and you're like, hey, Taco Bell's giving money to a political campaign, right, he'd right. probably be like, what the shit? Like, chain restaurants are giving monies. And I always to- wonder, too, like, how it must feel to be an employee at one of those companies. Like, there was a big scandal a couple of weeks ago where the person who owns the parent company that owns um, SoulCycle and Equinox that guy held a fundraiser for Trump. And there was a huge, 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 huge outrage because both SoulCycle and Equinox are known for being very, like, open-minded companies. And a lot of the people who work at SoulCycle, there's a lot of people who are gay, who are, you know, people of color. Like, they're a very welcoming community. And so people were like, how can you be okay with the fact that the person who owns your company is is helping Trump raise money like it was this whole thing and they talked about how they're a separate entity but like you're not though mm-hmm. you know like it's 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 a rock and a hard place I guess but it was a whole big thing and it was really kind of disheartening to see but get a vote with your dollar you know and your vote matters and your vote does matter just reminding everyone that's right so yeah. no Wendy's for me no. We'll just go to Burger King. Go then. to Burger King. Now you, I mean, you can get fries <laughs> and a burger there. I know. So I don't know if that's a limited run, though. I don't think so. That's what Lauren was saying at work, that, that Rebecca told her that she read that it was limited. And I was like, I haven't seen that. And I Googled it, and I didn't see anything. Hmm. Okay. So I don't think so. Okay. I hope not. And if it is, they better, like, announce and make that clear so I can go buy all of them. I know. I was just like. every day. <laughs> I was just thinking, like. Now I'm nervous. Maybe we should get Burger King Whoppers as we, like, for a snack while we're making the buffalo lasagna. Yeah, you're probably right. We probably should. That makes sense. That's a really good idea. You know? Because I can't, that's my problem with cooking, is if I'm hungry while I'm cooking, that's a problem. Right. So if I'm, if I've eaten a Whopper and then I'm making the buffalo lasagna, then we'll be good. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's going to be a long night. We're going to need a lot of food, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Got to really amp up. Mm hmm. Okay. That's great. Right. I think that's a good plan. I think that's a good plan. You have plan a Burger well. King within distance of you, right? Reasonable. It's not the closest fast food chain to me, unfortunately, but there's one in downtown Schenectady and there's one in Loudonville. So 
So we can make ten it. Ten minute drive in either direction. Oh, yeah. So we can, we'll make it work. Yeah. Great. Uh, while we're banking the uh, buffalo lasagna from. Our new best friend. Our new best friend, <laughs> Dustin's book, Epic Vegan. Dot, dot, dot. I don't know. I was waiting for like a dun, dun. Dun, dun. Yeah. Executive producer Dick Wolf. That's what we sounded like. We did the dun 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's what we have in store today. Aside from just our witty commentary, not Dick Wolf. Not He's, Dick Wolf. No, Dick Wolf's not here. I wish. How do we get Dick Wolf on the podcast? Do you think Dick Wolf supports Trump? I I <laughs> don't. Anybody fucking tell me because I am not giving up Olivia Benson. I'm not doing it. Well, Olivia Benson definitely doesn't. So oh, Benson that. doesn't. However, I'd have to give up Benson. Are you Googling it? <laughs> oh, my God. He, he can't. Just There's go. No to, go. Go to the interview. Go. 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 Welcome, the vegan roadie. And here we are. Let's hello. talk about... Hello. <laughs> hello. And I see now there's little recording things in front of me. Oh, how convenient. <laughs> that means it's working Yay! Yay! so full introduction who is this male voice that we have uh, joining uh, 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 uh. uh who who are you introduce yourself tell who us a, a small snippet about you sure yeah my name is dustin harder i have a web series called the vegan roadie and uh, i have a couple of cookbooks out too oh man all right. No big so, deal. Yeah, no big deal. These you said books. short. I didn't know how, how much to get into. No, no, that's totally fair. That actually was great because sometimes people give a little bit more and then we're like, oh, crap. And you're, you're like, now? yo, we're 10 minutes in, like an intro short. Come on. Right. <laughs> Calm down. Right. Um, Andy would like to say that you have the literal best laugh. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So kind. Thank you. <laughs> I was working on um, it just for you, Andy. <laughs> That's, that's because Andy is everyone's favorite. We thought that in the beginning, but somehow, and maybe it's because we talk and he doesn't. That no, he it definitely is. One hundred percent. You right? know, I it's it's just like, do you guys listen to my favorite murder? Of course, you know. Of course. So then you've got Stephen in the back. It's like people don't hear him, so then when they do, they get excited. They're like, oh wait, wait, wait. So You're right. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. Um. Let's see. I just have, I'm going to just start right into a random thing here because I personally need to know every in and out (laughs) of what to do as a vegan in Rome slash Italy because (laughs) the two of us are, well, the three of us, four of us, Kat, myself, Andy, and Kat's partner, Mike, are all going to Italy in January. And since you've been... Yeah, Tell us all so the deets. We, we think that instead of um, doing a, a legit interview oh. or anything else, yeah. we're just going to have you plan our Italy trip. <laughs> That's so exciting. Are you going to anywhere else in Italy, strictly staying to Rome and like really going to do it up in Rome? Like that's the... It's still kind of up in the air, but our light plans are Rome, Naples, and Palermo. Amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll tell you straight up, and I'm glad you actually asked about Rome because we didn't... The weirdest thing was we landed there on like an Italian holiday and it was the last city we were filming in Italy, but like we planned to film for like five days and then ultimately it was cut short by two days. So we didn't get all the places and we wanted to. So some of the places we didn't get in, there's a place called Romeo Cat Cafe. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so clearly you get to snuggle with cats and <laughs> then there's delicious food. Yes. yes. Um, which have you ever been to a cat cafe? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I thought it would be creepy and weird and strange. And I actually really, really enjoyed That's it. That's just like my, my dream is to eat food and cuddle cats. Like if I could get paid yes. to just do that. Yes. The cat cafe that I went to is here in upstate New York. And unfortunately it it's not the kind of cat cafe where the cats are in the cafe. It's like a cafe and then adjacent to the cafe. On the yeah, side of the it. Cats yeah. Cats are in like a little house on the side of it and you can see them through the glass. And then when you're done, you can go in and snuggle them, but it's not like they're not, it's not one. See, and I went, I well, went I to th- one in Quebec city that was where you get to go right with the cats. Like they were right there. And I had a cute little mush face cat that was snuggling me while I was eating. Oh. And it was the best moment ever. A little mush mm-hmm. face. Yeah. It's a, there's one in Asbury park that I went to that has it where it's adjacent to it. But this one in, uh, I was going to say this one in Romeo, <laughs> um, this one in Rome called the Romeo Cafe is um, uh, they cuddle with you while you're eating. And the food was actually quite delicious. Um, so make sure the Romeo Caf- Cat Cafe is on your list or it might be called Bistro. I mean, just look up Romeo. I'm sure it's the only Romeo that's going to pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a place called like Sunflower Burger that we went to where they make everything on premises and we didn't get to film there. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Rufio Romaggio, I think. Oh my God, anyone Italian is gonna <laughs> kill me. Um, it's uh, Ruf. I'll have to look it up and send it to you. But they were amazing. It's this mom and pop shop that this couple inherited from their parents, and they've slowly transitioned it all to vegan food. So they've kept the traditional recipes, but mm. turned it all vegan. Um, we also didn't get to record there. It was amazing. Um, places we did record, there's a place called Wani, which is a little bakery. It's a little bit of a train ride, but totally worth it. Uh, W-A-N-I, we are not ingredients. Um, super tasty, delicious baked goods. Um, and then there's a couple other ones in the episode that you can check out that we did get to, but yeah, Rome is filled with stuff it was amazing I thought it was so funny because when we were talking about going to Rome and then it was happening right around the same time we knew we were going to get to talk to you I was like oh we'll just ask him like he's the professional (laughs) absolutely it's good and then other things keep popping up too so I'm sure there's more that's popped up I guess working backwards from that so you filmed for vegan roadie there how does that come about like how did yeah, how I did guess that start. Even? Yeah, you can tell the vegan roadie story up until you got to Rome. You can, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, I mean, every <laughs> a lot of people know it's very cool to be talking to you yeah. because so many people know the vegan roadie. And so, oh my God, you guys are so sweet. Um, it's, uh, it's so, it's so, um, it's cool to hear that. The, the show's been a weird thing because it's like I didn't put it on YouTube as a YouTuber. I didn't even really realize that was like a thing. And then everyone would be like, oh, you're a YouTuber. And I'm like, no, I just have a show and it's on there because that's where you can watch it for free. But that being said, I said that because I didn't like market it like a YouTuber. I wasn't like, I didn't understand that world at all. Um, So sometimes I'm like, has anybody seen this? Is anyone watching? So it means a lot to me Mm -hmm. to hear you guys say that. That's really awesome. Um, We, uh, I started in theater. My background's in theater. (laughs) Shocker, I know. Um, Right. And then um, I... I was fortunate enough to be working on a Broadway show in 
2015. And when that ended, I was like, okay, I'm going to take a little break from food. I mean, from theater and I'm going to, I'm going to start looking at food. I'd been vegan for about five years and I was, I was getting really into cooking and um, I had been on the road as a vegan and that was frustrating. So now I was going to culinary school at the Natural Gourmet Institute in New York. And in the middle of that, I was like, why the hell am I in culinary school? What the hell am I doing here? Why am I spending this money? But I was going back out on the road with a show after culinary school. This will all make sense. And so in the middle of culinary school, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to do the first like plant-based version of diners, drive-ins, and dives. So that's sort of like how it came about. Um, and from there, it really just like, it's that kind of shit where you decide to do something and the universe is either like, turn away, this is not right. Or they're like, okay, here's a little prize. And here's a little note that this is going in the right direction. And the universe just sort of, it kept aligning and little bits and pieces kept falling together. Um, you know, we had to do crowdfunding campaigns for all three seasons and, you know, a cameraman stepped up for all three seasons. So it was one of those things where it all just started working out. Um, and we filmed the first two. I partnered with like Field Roast for season two. They like gave me a van and put my logo on it. So I drove all around the country with the van uh, with the word vegan splashed across it, which was amazing. Um, and it was during that that someone from Vegan Travel Club approached me and they're like, how do you feel about season three in Italy? And I was so tired and so exhausted. And I was just like, I don't really know if that's a thing. And my cameraman was straight up like, I can't do it. He's like, I'm, I'm spent. I can't do this. Um, who wasn't vegan either. So like, he was not in it for the cause. He was in it sort of to like mm -hmm. create content and be along for the ride, you know? Um, so then I found another cameraman for season three uh, who was all about it. And both of them are equally amazing. Um, but, uh, and then I kind of was like thinking about it and I spoke to them more about Italy. And then I finally, eventually it was broke down a little bit and said, yeah, let's do it. Like, let's, let's make this happen. Um, so it was really cool to go there and do that. And again, that was sort of the universe aligning and everything I mean, right place at right time. I feel like it's you know? funny that it almost seemed like a, Hey, I'm going to do this fun thing. And what turns out to be, like I said, a really big thing. And I first found out. So the way I found out about you originally was, um, through Troy Papercloth, I think had the shirts that you made with the hashtag kaled it. Yeah. So that's yes. how I originally, because I walked in and I was yeah. like, oh my God, hashtag killed it. I want this shirt. And then on the side, it said the vegan roadie. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then here we I are. love that shirt. Do they still exist? Yes, I think so. I think there are still some. I know they sold it and it went to another owner, but then I always like want to, I don't know if I can promote that shirt anymore or not. I just wore it at a festival a couple of weeks ago and everyone's like, oh my God, that shirt. And I'm like, I need to get a bunch more of these made. I don't, I think there's still some, but yeah, you'd have to check with the other own a totally different person now, yeah. but that's a story for another time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. How did you first find out, Kat? What's, you. what's your vegan roadie start? Was it me? Yeah. Wow. That, that rarely <laughs> happens. I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. Kat's like the cooler. Well, no, it was it's you. like to the outward world. She's the cooler one. <laughs> 100% she's not but like wow cool yeah it's no me. it was you and your um your story that we can tell when at, at whatever time maybe save it for the end because it's mm. <laughs> yeah I do have I love I love this cryptic little treasures I that do. you're hiding yeah we'll save that for the end <laughs> just in case he ends up going <gasps> and then like click like done. ends the recording or something <laughs> yeah. yeah now I'm scared did you end up getting the kale shirt I did yep 
Yep. Fantastic. I love it. I love it's it. It's a great little shirt. I love it. It's really cute. It's that material. I love that material. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what else? What do you, okay. So how do you go from, cause you've, I don't want to say you've slowed down, but you've taken a step back from the vegan roadie, right? Like recording so much and now yeah, you're doing I mean, books or. Yeah. I mean, the, the whole thing was, um, during, you know, the season one, I was on the road with a show. So that was exhausting to be doing a theater show plus filming the series. And then I stepped away from theater completely finally. And I said, okay, I'm going to focus on vegan roadie, which also meant focusing on like my world as a chef and what that means to me. So I started taking on private clients in the city because, you know, girls got to pay her rent when the day mm-hmm. is done. Um, so I, uh, I focused on taking on clients and then sort of season two became this big partnership with field roast and that was taking up it was exhausting i mean essentially when i do the show i'm the company manager i'm the producer i'm the chef i'm writing the recipes i turn around and then i'm the host on it and i'm also coordinating like all of the travel logistics and like if you see an episode where we go to six places i single-handedly reached out and you know coordinated that shoot all six of those shoots with the location and the managers and the business owners and all of that so I just kind of took a step back and was like, okay, what's like an extension of this that's going to help me down the line as we're, you know, trying to push it to production companies and get it on a streaming platform. Um, that's something other than YouTube. So it only made sense to me then to expand on it by doing uh, a cookbook. So Simply Vegan came along my first cookbook um, at the same time I was planning for Italy. And uh, I was just kind of like, well, this is great. I can write this book before I go and film season three, which is exactly how it went down. Um, And in a library of books, like if I'm looking to have, you know, more than one, it made sense to make the first one sort of uh, the first books, like simple, easy recipes, seven to 10 ingredients. You can make most of the recipes in less than 30 minutes. Um, And it made sense to me to have that be like the first book I do. Um, And then I went into Italy and then came back and started working on another book. And now I just have a bunch of transitions in terms of like um, the focus is promoting the current book right now, but then I'm also, I'm getting married in October and then I'm moving to Atlanta in the fall. So there's this huge sort of shift happening and I'm going, okay, well, what's happening next? So like the end game still is to get the vegan roadie on some sort of streaming network. Um, But, you know, it's that thing of like, we're just getting there, you know, uh, mainstream wise. So like, I'm not trying for food network. I never really have mm-hmm. been uh, because all of their advertisers are meat and right. dairy. And to me, I'm just like, and also I was, t- I was talking to someone else today. Nobody's really even, I mean, obviously people are watching it, but like, it's not what it used no. to be. People are really turning to Netflix, yeah. Hulu, Amazon prime. So I'm like, okay, how do we get on one of these streaming networks? That's actually getting a broader reach than cable TV now, yeah. you know? Um, so I'm kind of having to step back and look at all of that as a, you know, a content creator and a host and saying, okay, what can I do and how can I push this? But I think ultimately the next step is to get a production company on board. That's really going to pitch it to people for me and push it for me. Cause there's only so much I can do is the big realization at the end of the day. Like I'm only one person and I've taken it pretty far. Um, and I've got, I've gotten, you know, great feedback and people that believe in it, but it's really, I think in my, 
back of my brain, I'm like, it's just finding that one person who really has the connections and really, really, truly believes in it like I do, Mm -hmm. you know? And I don't think that that's, um, I think that's a possibility. I think that's a reality. So I'm being patient and just putting in the work as a chef and knowing that that's sort of going to go in line with the bigger picture overall said and done. Side question. When are you getting married in October? October 6th. Oh, wow. That's really sad. Okay. So Andy and I are getting married October 26th. Stop it. <laughs> so <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations to you. That's so exciting. Thank you. Oh, I'm are you- so excited. I can't wait. Are, are you having a big or small wedding? Um, Technically. So it's interesting. Most people only think small. It's like backyard small. So amount of people we're inviting is small but we're having it um, at like a somewhat local, like little castle that's, that's nearby, but we're only having what, 60 people. It's like a medium. Yeah. It's medium. <laughs> it's oh, medium. now I'm just angry at you. <laughs> a castle. That's yeah. like my dream. I didn't know there was a castle up there all the time. I switched up my whole plan. Yeah. yeah it's it, pretty rad. It's really cute. And it's nice because then I don't have to worry about uplighting or any like major decorations because it's a cool castle so it's, it's a like, castle right. it's done it is decorated it is itself that shit's done where are you. you getting married we're getting married at a bar in brooklyn i love that <laughs> so <laughs> much andy's about ready to switch his fucking plans he just got so excited it's cool because it's got like two levels so we have a rooftop situation going on and everything so it'll be nice oh man that's really yeah. cool it's are you stressed out are you done being stressed out i'm just wondering because i'm excited for my <laughs> wedding but also i'm excited for it to be over so that i can do things that aren't involved with planning a wedding yeah i mean the <laughs> funny thing was this this current book epic vegan kind of took over my world and and then we decided to move after our cat just passed away a few months ago and um we were like in my brain i was like okay i cannot handle everything that's about to happen i said okay compartmentalize so i was like okay we'll go book wedding and then move so right now the focus is wedding but the good thing was i kind of like we set ourselves up to like we have the basic idea of it our budget is really small so there's like no frills to it um and i find if we if we argue about anything it's usually me just sort of being a dick like <laughs> i mean i'll be so completely real like i and the couple like arguments we've had it's usually been me for about 3 minutes just being sort of like nasty about something and i'll be like oh sorry i'm just kind of being a dick he's like oh it's just waiting for you to catch up yeah <laughs> you know so like ultimately it's been smooth for us minus my little uh tantrums and um They've been so small that I'm not even like, it hasn't even been stressful. So it really has been pretty breezy. You're stressed though? Are you stressed? I, 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 I'm better now. I'm more, I'm see, it's funny because I, I, it was like the invitations, we handmade all of them. So that was stressful. Same thing with the save the dates. We had went above and beyond what we even needed to just because we're like perfect. We're like, we want to do something cool and do it ourselves and be different, sure. which is a pain in the balls. So, and then it was like, I'm just such a planner that it's normal to not get your wedding dress until like, you know, eight weeks before, 12 weeks before, whatever it is. And they kept telling me that, but I'm like, where the fuck is my dress? Where are my bridesmaids dresses? <laughs> so all these things have come in now, actually in the past few days. So now I'm, I'm like chill, but like, I didn't throw any actual fits. I would just be like, I can't do this. And I would just go to bed. <laughs> I'm done officially. Yeah. Like do I need a nap. Is your family like super involved in like, do they have like ideas of what they want for your special day? Yeah, they did. And I told them to fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't as as homosexuals, we don't really have to deal with that, thankfully, because they're kind of like you're getting married. We've never great, fantastic. Like, what what do you need? So like, we don't have to deal with anybody. 
thinking anything is going to be any sort of way. And if they're ever like, well, are you going to do this? We're like, no, because we don't have to. Like literally tradition is lost. This is us. We get to do whatever the hell we want to do. It's our day. So please come party with us. That's yeah, nice. that's yeah. that's really nice. I basically did the same thing, but like was offered no help afterwards. It was <laughs> like, hey, I'm going to do what we want. Fine. We're going to do it. And like, hope you come. But if you don't, sucks to be you. Yeah, yes. yeah seriously. So, but Kat is stressed because she's my, <laughs> she's my maid of honor pending my sister. But my sister's a youngin and far yeah. away. So Kat's yeah. got a lot of the. I, my stress shit. will be done on saturday at around like two three o'clock after the bridal shower <laughs> oh i was shower, like okay what happens then see that's just it. we're not doing any of those things so it's like we don't have a wedding party we don't have you know it's like so i can understand those things are super stressful we sent all mm-hmm. uh digital invitations <laughs> That's nice, yeah. Because we were just like, I respect and admire your tenacity and the hand invitation. I think that's amazing. I would just was kind of like, I was like, I can't. I literally can't. I can't do this. I was like, I can't keep track of paper coming in and out. I'll lose my mind. Yeah, so. that's one of those I keep saying, like, if Andy kicks it or anything like that, I probably would just never do it again. I like in general, <laughs> I would just opt to live alone with my six cats, add more cats in the mix. But hell no, I don't understand how people go through two, three weddings or whatever. To, oh, my like, God. No, right? no, for no. real. No, nope. That's all no, right. It's, no. Cats are good enough. They really are. <laughs> but that's my backup plan, just in case. It's always good to have a backup plan. plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyways, there's a wedding corner for this. Wedding so, corner, yeah. Yay. So what else? Kat, what do you want to ask? Um, I don't know. I was really, I thought what you were saying a second ago before we dived into wedding corner. Sorry. about <laughs> No, you're fine. I, I enjoy wedding corner. Corner, I, corner, my corner. Life, my life is wedding corner right now, um, or bridal shower corner at least. But um, I thought what you were saying before was interesting about like the different streaming options. And I was just thinking to myself that I feel like you should really put the pressure on Netflix. I feel like that's that's where it's at, because they're a little bit more into like they do some different stuff. I feel like like you've got nailed it with Nicole Byer and you've got I forget what the name of it is, but there's that cooking show where everybody cooks with weed. Like there's different, you know, like there's different um it's like more niche i feel like i feel mm. like they'd be more likely to pick up like a plant-based or go to disney because disney's taking over the world yeah, or go to disney because <laughs> disney's taking over the world it's so funny so. my uh fiance just did a reality show on disney um i think i can talk about whatever it's not i didn't sign anything um <laughs> it's true. there's a show called encore with Kristen bell um oh. where they reunite um high school cast from like 20 years ago to redo their high school musical oh my god um, i love yeah. that so he went and filmed that so disney is like doing all these things so he did that for a week i can't wait to see it it's called encore it's gonna be amazing um that but i went so in, cool. yeah i know right and um i went in for netflix it's interesting you say that because i made it down to the final nine guys for the food expert on the new queer eye and so I've been like with the word vegan attached to me like I've like Netflix was still like looking at me like I got flown to LA chemistry tested and everything so it is definitely shifting in the Mm -hmm. world because this was probably 
two, three years ago. When did it come out? Um, and then before that, when I first started Vegan Roadie, of course, like I was like, oh my God, we're taking this to TV right now. And so <laughs> anyone I could talk to, I would talk to about it. And they were like, oh yeah, it's just a little too niche still. But like that phrase has sort of worn off a little bit. And I've had some bites on Food Network stuff and like they're actually more interested. Those are usually food competition ones, which make me want to like run screaming. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, sure. Opportunity to put vegan on TV. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um but they're even still very interested with that point of view of veganism. And it's almost like, you know, those sh- shows, they're trying to have crazy competitions and stuff. So I think it's almost a selling point on them. But mm-hmm. so it's interesting to see where it all lands, you know. But I definitely think Netflix, mm-hmm. I had someone say to me once, they're, they're like, it's definitely coming. Like, this show is happening. So, like, why shouldn't you have your hat in the ring for it? You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's I like, agree. it's true. Why not? Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm not giving up anytime soon. I think mm-hmm. I just need some time to really sit down and focus on it again you know yeah we um andy just took the words out of my mouth via text is it's not a niche market anymore when kfc and burger king have vegan options that's right that's so (laughs) like kfc just sold out and we're recording this on tuesday guys so the event and it sold out in like five hours a mile long line it was wild of course it did so good um and then to the reality TV show, we watch – I the only reality TV I really, really actively watch are, like, the cooking competition shows. And, like, I don't know. It's just foolish. Like, Worst Cook in America is so funny to me because these people <laughs> don't know how to make, like, pasta. They don't know how to boil <laughs> pasta. And so it just – it. It, I don't know. They sent people to the hospital. So, like, I watch that kind <laughs> no. of thing. Oh, it's Have wild. We really? I love it. Oh, yeah. They like they were like they'll go on the show and they're like, yeah, I sent my husband to the hospital from food poisoning and he nominated me to be oh, on the show. My God. <laughs> it's so funny to watch. And like, obviously, most of it's not vegan, you know, that kind of thing. Sure, sure. And that sucks. But I still am. Enter- I'm still entertained watching it. Um, but the one thing that they did do, there was a vegan participant in was, um, oh, my God, with Elton Brown. Uh, Cutthroat. Yeah. Cutthroat Kitchen um had a vegan chef who ended up winning amazing Um, but they went and they went through the whole thing and the way that show works for anyone who doesn't know is like he'll say okay you have you know 30 minutes to make eggs benedict he could say whatever he wants and they have to make it and i don't remember off the top of my head now what the what the food categories were i wonder where he oh wait are you saying it was eggs benedict you can't remember sorry i can't remember no i can't remember what they were i apologize Um, no, no, that's fine. Uh, but it was they got through the three rounds. It was it's always a dessert and then two other food rounds on there. Um, and they got through and they won. So it's like and that's a hard thing to do, because if he did say eggs Benedict, what the fuck are you going to do that a judge is going to say, mm, this is OK. Well, that's so. how I got excited. I thought you were saying he made eggs Benedict. And I was like, what did he use? <laughs> what did they use? Because uh, like to, in that situation, I, I, I can't even imagine. Like, given your own devices and you're like left to shop at Whole Foods, sure. But like when they're deciding, like these are your ingredients, like what the fuck? Yeah, do you like use, this is you know? what you have to do. And then like they sabotage each other in that show. So like someone could have taken away one of your ingredients or oh, all this wild stuff. Or like you may have to, I don't know, have spatulas taped to your hands while you cook. It's a really ridiculous. I've show. seen I this. I think when I saw it, they were all sitting in recliners. Yes. <laughs> Yep, that is definitely. Yeah, it's such a yep. funny show to watch. It is he funny. Puts they them all have the to ringer. Sit in the wow. Yeah. yeah. He's the perfect host for it, too. Yeah. It's so good. We'll have to figure out what the actual dishes were. I think Andy's finding it. 
Um, but I mean, if they can do that, you know, the world as we know is becoming more vegan. So it's not just a, a niche market. So, oh. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I think there's, I want to ultimately, it's not just the vegan roadie for me. Like, I think there's just, there's a world in which this sort of content is going to be more widely available on the streaming networks. And I just want to be part of that in whatever way that is, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was corn chowder. All right. How do we say this word, guys? Okay. So corn chowder was the first one. How do you say it? Um, say it. I would have said hero. Hero? Yeah. Oh. But is it, is it gyro? Is it hero? Uh, just so that Gy- I didn't embarrass myself. <laughs> I was guessed with hero. <laughs> <laughs> it is a highly debated word spelled g-y-r-o i'll leave it up to everyone yeah i wish i had a professional opinion on this but i'm telling you i do not um and then ginger snap cookies and so they made vegan versions of all those things huh. and ended up ended up winning so i'd like some corn chowder myself they we're having corn chowder at our wedding so oh you are yeah Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not till the end of October, but you have it to look forward oh, to. Yeah, no, that's great news. Great news. She's like, I'll hold out. I'll wait. It'll great be amazing. News all around. Now you have a reason to go to the wedding. Yeah, now I have a reason to go. I was really, uh, you know, weighing my options that weekend. Uh, <laughs> um, man, so you have one, but did, did you want to talk about Epic Vegan? I mean... I mean, like I, if sure. you want. I mean, like if you want, it's like you don't have to. <laughs> no we can keep talking about weddings. We could talk about food yeah, network. I mean, no, it's yeah. like the new book that came out. We don't really need to talk about. It. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I just had my second book came out, Epic Vegan, um, and I just I'm sort of in the middle of the book tour now. I did like four weeks for it, which has been awesome. When I plan this book tour, the whole book is based around big, over the top, crazy food creations. Because um, part of my mission in terms of the vegan roadie and beyond has been always to bridge the gap between vegans and non-vegans and make food as accessible as possible, make vegan food as accessible as possible, which to me also means as familiar as possible to non-vegans. So this book is sort of an extension of that in terms of there's some fast food creations in here. Like I do cray cray bread, which is little Caesar's crazy bread. I do the uh, Noritos Los Tacos, which is the Dorito taco from Taco Bell. Um, So there's all these sort of spins and takes on fast food, but then it goes beyond that and it's creating over the top Instagram worthy sort of creations essentially. So if you think of the milkshake craze that's been happening the last few years where it's you know, a bunch of food piled on top of a milkshake, essentially. (laughs) That's sort of what initially inspired this book. I was like, well, that looks ridiculous to eat and you can't really eat it. But I was like, how can we create this at home so you can at least like take a good picture and then have some form of attack, you know, because everyone's taking pictures for Instagram these days with their food. Um, So it's been that sort of thing. And the book really celebrates people getting into the kitchen together with your family and friends, vegan and non-vegan, and saying, hey, this is fun. Let's do it together. Um, And it starts out with three easy chapters of staples to make. There's a Philly cheesesteak, a macaroni and cheese, uh, beer-battered fish, uh, meatballs, hamburgers, that sort of thing, and sauces, and then bread, cinnamon rolls, and the crazy bread I talked about. And then in the chapters that follow, you can sort of build all those things on top of each other. You can make a Monte Cristo roll with the cinnamon roll dough. You can make a peanut butter bacon uh, cinnamon roll burger, which sounds crazy and messed up, which it is, but it's also fucking delicious. Um, 
So there's just like all these really insane things you can make. An almost famous buffalo chicken lasagna. I called it almost famous because I wanted to be. Because <laughs> um, it's spicy and delicious and then cools down with the blue cheese and everything. And it's in a lasagna, I, for I God's sake. Now. I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> it's, it's probably my favorite recipe. Oh, good. You just answered another so question. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's like, do you guys have Bennigan's? Where you're at? Did you ever have a Bennigan's? Have you heard so. of it? I, I, I haven't. I feel like maybe. It sounds like a thing I know. It's like your... Yeah. It's, well, it's like a, an, a like a TGI Friday sort of, a TGIF sort of thing. Um, But they used to, I used to work there when I was like a wee babe and they had this loaded baked potato soup that was insane. So I recreated that vegan version, but I put it inside a pretzel bowl to make it epic kind of. Um, So it's sort of a choose your own adventure kind of book. You can just make the soup. Or you can make the pretzel bowls to put the soup in so it can be as involved or as simple as you want it to be. So on average, I'm sure this varies, um, but on average, how long did it take you to come up with a recipe that you felt was like good enough for an epic vegan book? Because uh, uh, <laughs> I'm like, how many times did you have to make the cray cray bread before you're like, Oh, that's good. We'll Strangely do it this enough, way. that was something that I made when I first went vegan before I even went to culinary school. So I, I made that probably about six years ago. But that's one of the only ones in the book that are like that. But truly, I would sit down with these recipes and I would go, okay, well, if this one's going to be a basic recipe in the main chapter, what can we use it for to make it epic then? And then it was it was sort of, you know, it takes a day for me to sort of figure it out, but then it could take weeks for me to recipe test it and get it right and or decide it's out of the book altogether and that it's just not worth the time, you know? So you're kind of like, you know, Emeril Lagasse used to do the bam and add a little bit of spice. So you like come with a recipe and then you're like, epic. And then you make it <laughs> exactly, epic. exactly. Yeah, so sense. I mean, no determined amount of time. Do you use your fiance as a taste test dummy? Uh, the poor guy. I mean, nobody... <laughs> Everyone thinks it's a great job, but I mean, when I'm coming at him at 7 a.m. and I'm like, can you just try this Caesar dressing for me really quick and just like tell me what you think? <laughs> He's like, I literally haven't brushed my teeth yet. Can you please get away from me? Um, <laughs> and there's things like there's a whole milkshake chapter in the book. Everyone's like, oh, that must have been fun. And I'm like, after two shakes, it's not fun anymore. Granted, we're only tasting it, but like you're tasting sugar on sugar, essentially. So then you're like, this is fun. This is great. And then you're like, I feel terrible. I feel like trash. I feel like garbage. Um, but we had delegated it all to one day. And in the schedule of writing the book, I was like, oh, I've got to like get the base for these done. So like I have no other choice today but to do this. But yeah, David has tried everything in both books. Bless his heart. Wow. So what was his favorite? I mean, I guess you can't really speak for him, but you must have he must have had best reviews over something. David. <laughs> just walked in from being out of town let me see if you can hear me david i'll text him he went in the other room <laughs> he walked in and i was like because he now, probably ran in the other direction he's like I'm, no he's like no i don't want to taste anything right now um i'm curious to know the answer to that question as well oh man um <laughs> But uh, I, I feel like I should know that already, but I don't. There is a recipe named after him in the book. It's called David's Carby Carbonara that we had. And actually, we had a really great one at Refugio Romano is the name of it in uh, Rome. But we had like two or three different really good vegan carbonaras in Rome. So there's a, um, 
uh, Carbonara named after him in the book, David. And we did a little Lady and the Tramp picture with it where we're both uh, eating the pasta and everything. Gotta eat the hot pasta. Bumping the meatballs with your nose. Bumping the meatballs with your noses. (laughs) That's cute. If that's not part of your wedding plans now, it should be. Like, you guys should Absolutely. go about it. I feel like he must be taking a nap, and now I'm annoyed that I don't get to nap. <laughs> we'll, we'll you know what? Me out. too. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, there better be an answer to this. Yeah, right? After all this shouting and trouble. Right? Um. So what – okay, so you have first favorite with the buffalo zen. What about second favorite recipe then? Mm. Or least favorite. I mean, not least favorite, oh, but maybe like, I don't know if that even exists. Or I guess you're more like when you're sick of, you're like, yes, it is very good. I came up with it. However, if I never uh, ate it again. Well, okay. okay. <laughs> one of my absolute favorites is like a small mini one, but it's quinoa bacon bits. Mm. Um, and I make them and I use them on everything, but they're using a lot of things in the book as well. But then it's not my least favorite. I love this thing so much, but I made it so many times. Um, when I went vegan, and one of the reasons I was even went to culinary school, is I was like, I want to make the best mac- vegan macaroni and cheese ever. Um, mm-hmm. So I've made so many different cheese sauces, and this one in the book, I ended up just testing so many times. I was up for another Food Network show where um, – well, it was great. The Great American Food Truck Race or whatever it's called. The Food oh, Truck Race. Yeah, one. I watched and, that. Well, I got really freaked out because we were creating the menu and they were, and then I was watching some episodes and I was like, oh, there's no telling where they're going to like let me off to grab groceries. So I need to be able to like make something without nutritional yeast and without miso paste because those are usually like my go-tos in cheese sauce. So I... um started creating this sauce that's in the book, but I ate it so many times and I still love it. It's just one of those ones where I'm kind of like, okay, I want to move on to another cheese sauce now, you know? I'm really excited about this. I'm like looking at the uh, recipe right now because I'm very picky about my vegan cheese. Like if anything is loaded with nutritional yeast and that's what it tastes like to me, I'm like, no, no. Because I feel like that's a crutch for, for people. A lot of times they're like, well, I want it to taste cheesy, so I'll throw nutritional yeast on it. Yeah. And I can always taste it, and yeah. it, I just it, no. But like, there's tahini in this recipe, sauerkraut that throws me for uh, a loop there. <laughs> Interesting. It, it's so funny you say that because one of the editors on the book was like, "Can you say why you use sauerkraut in this?" And she asked me like three times on because I I use it in two or three recipes, and I was like. Can we just answer that question in one recipe and not talk about it over and over? Um, <laughs> but she was so like, why are we using this again? Um, but there's a thing in like cheese making, vegan cheese world, where you make reju- rejuvenac, I believe it's called, yeah. uh, or it's rejuvenac. I've made it twice, and it's basically like soaking um, cashews, or not cashews, so sorry, quinoa, so it starts to sprout. Um, but then the water takes on a really mucky form and it starts to smell. And that's what sort of creates like the sharp cheese taste in your cheese sauces or in like probably yes. Miyoko's cheese or something. Yeah. I was uh, just going to say I did that once and yes. it was a recipe from Miyoko's cheese yep. cookbook. You get what I'm saying. And I was it's like, what right? is <laughs> this? I was like, there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. Is, no. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I do know what you're talking about. So I was trying to think of other like sort of um, 
juices or liquids that would be sort of pungent and then I thought of sauerkraut juice and I used that but then I was like well I used the juice out of the jar and then I just have sauerkraut left and no juice left and I don't even want that I just want to make more cheese with juice so then I put actual sauerkraut in it so that was a long-winded story to get to the end of that it creates sort of like the um sharp pungent sort of taste to cheese to me that makes so much sense, and I'm. I just want. I just. I, I, just, I, want it all. Oh, that's, I haven't eaten dinner yet. I <laughs> ate a little bit of my pizza on the way here. I'm just. I mean, that sounds. Ooh, where so did you good. get pizza? I got it at Blaze, which is I've... like a chain. Oh really? Know. And they have vegan pizza. Yeah. They have. Gosh. I mean, they have. Yeah, they have Daya as their cheese option, which is not my favorite, but I'll do it like lightly on sure. their pizzas. Um, but they just did they just started doing vegan chorizo and mm-hmm. it's so good yep who and the does dough. Their vegan chorizo do you know i don't know actually i, I thought maybe they did i think they do because i wondered the same so they've always the the style of blaze for anyone who doesn't know is almost like a subway so you like take yeah, it you can make like your own chipotle pizza, chipotle pizza. Yeah, yeah you can take it down the line and put whatever toppings or whatever you want on it um doughs the dough is vegan yeah. the um unless you get the gluten-free the gluten-free dough is not vegan oh yeah that happens a lot strange. that's weird um but then you can put whatever toppings whatever they've had dia i think since the beginning and then you know you get all your veggies and then it was only maybe two three months say, ago that like they did the chorizo launch. yeah um and i couldn't find where it came from either. I feel like they did it I themselves. Think they might do it. It's pretty yeah. good because mm-hmm. it's um it's interesting because it when you order online it just says spicy chorizo and then in parentheses it says vegan. Like it's not like the cheese where it says vegan cheese. It just says spicy chorizo in parentheses vegan. Hmm. So it's What's like the interesting name of this place? blaze. And it's like not it's a chain or is it? Yeah, yeah, it's a chain. Yeah, because huh. I did I did eat. Um, oh, here's David, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> what's your favorite recipe in Epic Vegan? He's, like He's thinking. David's carby carbonara. I already mentioned that one. So I think <laughs> one. He said the carbonara. Also, were you just napping? Ah. <sighs> <He> <laughs> You guys can edit out his thought bubbles Ooh, right lasagna. now. Oh, he said the lasagna. The almost oh. famous buffalo chicken lasagna. I want see. Okay, I've... well, I mean, if David said it, then I believe him. Did, did we <laughs> yeah. eat at Blaze in D.C.? Is that that one pizza place? Anyways, we ate at a pizza place that did the same thing, so I was curious if it was the same one, because it yeah, was amazing. Oh, and pizza. Okay. But I, I get what you're saying. It's it's an awesome thing to have. And I'm jealous yeah. that you guys have that. It was and really it's, good. I love it because it's, I don't know, what, $8 it's for $8. make your own pizza? And you That's can put right. as much, they don't charge by the topping, so you can put as much as you want on there. Yeah. So I put all of the veggies. Yes. Like when people yeah. charge extra for that avocado, what? God damn it. $2 for avocado. What? Ridiculous. Why? I, I will bring my own avocado in my man yes. bag. Thank you so much. We got, I was in Jersey for work a couple weeks ago and we ordered a veggie pizza and it was like $1.75 per topping. Oh my I God. I was like, what is what that? Is um, mellow mushroom, not to, not to diss uh, mellow yeah, mushroom, right. but mellow oh. mushroom does the same thing. I was excited to eat there down in Myrtle Beach and 
I like, uh, I like several toppings yes. on there. And it was like, what was it, like 25 or $30 for yeah. a pizza for like a small pizza yeah. for me. It was wild. Yeah. There's a place locally um, in, in Schenectady where I live that makes the best, the best pizza. It's like their crust is so good. Maria's it's an Italian place, uh, but every veggie you add is like $50 million. It's like, what is going on here? I hate that. <laughs> I would totally do it for 49 million. <laughs> right. But I'm like, can't you like cut me a break? I'm asking you to take off things right, right. <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> can Cut we like deal substitute here. cheese for some artichokes or something seriously <sighs> yeah pizza's delicious Man. there is a whole yeah. pizza chapter in epic vegan i mean <gasps> since we're talking about pizza Oh man! I can't but it's, wait. it's crazy pizzas. It's like a macaroni and ch- it's a Frank's and Mac pizza, which is hot dogs and macaroni and cheese. There's a crab rangoon oh pizza. <gasps> it's so oh good. Oh my god! There's a meatball pizza with stuffed crust. Meatball parm pizza with stuffed crust. There's a unicorn French bread pizza, which is a fun title for pink marinara and edible flowers all over it. Um, I, I mean, this is just what I, the I thing feel is, like you're is, making this up. Okay, he did. He did make it up. That's the thing. He wrote the book. He did make it up. <laughs> I feel like this. It's like just a big lie. And then no, we're it's get this here. And be like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, I'm looking at the digital right now. It's, it's in front of me. Oh, yeah. No, he's not lying. It's yeah. real. There's an upside down deep dish pizza in there. There's a deep dish brunch pizza with cheddar garlic biscuit crust with sausage gravy and tofu scramble on it it's stupid it's dumb has anyone anyone ever like asked you like are you okay with some of these wild things (laughs) that you've done (laughs) um people are always like how do you not weigh 700 pounds and i'm like these are not like weekly you know like oh the kids just got home from school i'm gonna toss something together kind of meals like, that's what the first book, Simply Vegan, was for. This is more like, let's play with our food. Let's have fun. Like, I dedicate the book to adults who still like to play with their food. The whole idea was it to just kind of like, you know, there's so many comfort vegan, vegan comfort food books out there. It's like, that's, we've all been there. We've done it. It's mm-hmm. delicious. It's amazing. Like, I, I wasn't trying to put another one of those out into the market because what would be the point really, you know? So instead, I just piled all the comfort food on top of each other. Well, and that's like what people love. Like people, you're the beauty of this is that you're bridging the gap between like if you tell anyone, you know, I have a the brunch pizza with this kind of crust and this Mm -hmm. everyone's gonna be great. I want that. They're not gonna Mm -hmm. question whether or not it's vegan. They don't fucking care. They're just gonna be like, I want that right now. Mm -hmm. And that's a beautiful thing to bridge, like take what is technically just an absurd concept of Mm -hmm. ridiculous epic food and be like, oh well, PS it's vegan, losers. It is absurd. And you saying that means the world to me. That's the highest compliment hearing something like that. Cause that's exactly, I mean, doing all of this, that's my whole, I mean, I, I, people are always like, well, when are you coming to LA and when are you doing this? And I'm like, I have no, I want to get to middle America and talk to people who really have no access to this or mm-hmm. think it's yeah. still creepy and weird and all that mm-hmm. stuff. You know, it's like, I'm a Michigan boy. That's where I grew up, born and raised. And I grew up on meat and potatoes. And I still, my mother at Thanksgiving asked me to help with the turkey every Thanksgiving. And I'm like, what part of these books are we not understanding, family? <laughs> right. You know? So I'm still trying to get to them. And they're, they are starting to see it with this stuff. They're like, oh, this stuff's delicious. And it's great. Um, so those are the people I want to get to. The people who really, really 
we're having a trouble trouble getting through to them, you know, and beyond mm-hmm. and impossible is helping with all that. And hopefully this is my small part in that too. I also just want to see if Aunt, this will break Andy's silence because certain things will. Um, <laughs> oh, no. He, has, he has a recipe for Krispy Kreme donuts in here. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, Andy's face is crazy. <laughs> there are certain things as we all have them uh-huh. as vegans that, we miss that we say, man, if I didn't love being vegan for so many reasons and believe in it, I would break it right now for X. And obviously we never do it. Some people do whatever that's, that's, you know, if it happens, it happens. Um, But Andy all of the time is like, there's a couple of things and his thing is pepperoni pizza, like having a good pepperoni pizza with the greasy pepperoni. I was going to say the oil. And then, yep, the oil. (laughs) And then the other thing is, um, don't like a cheap donut a crispy cream cheap shitty donut you know yep. and i'm sure this donut recipe is delightful in the way that it's quality a quality recipe but that's like a crispy cream donut isn't like you know the big thick cake donuts that are delicious but you can't finish them that's not what he wants he wants oh, no. like he a, wants the crispy cream yeah. where you eat six and you're like wait what just happened yeah <laughs> yes. yep yep yeah. i totally get it that's that's what those were created for and you can go a step further and you can make the hangover breakfast sandwich with sausage and cheese on it too in the middle of a Krispy Kreme donut. Just Andy's dead. You just yep. killed him. He looks so happy though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's my favorite thing too is like when people are like, well, what do you, because you still, even every, actually my favorite thing is when people assume that I'm healthy. Like, oh my God. I'm like, that is false. I'm like, that is, I mean, am I healthier than some? Yes, absolutely. Am I healthy because I'm vegan? Absolutely. Right. However, that being said, I am a dumpster. I like my (laughs) I like my junk food. I totally understand. People are always like, well, so this is healthy, right? And I'm always like, it's healthy-ish. Like, I mean, it's healthier than your other options, sure, but I'm not looking at this saying, Oh, I've created this amazing health food for you that's just going to change your world. Um, you know, it'll change your world in other ways, but um and slightly on the health in the health benefit area, but it's not gonna you know, the food I'm creating is not going to take away your medications. Exactly. Exactly. And it's good for the world around you. Right. So it can, it can be comfort food and you can rest in comfort and assuredness that you are changing the world yeah. as you eat your deep dish unicorn <laughs> pizza with crispy cream donuts or whatever you end up oh doing. My gosh, I love it. There are two salads in the book. <laughs> Okay. Oh, oh boy. What's but on the literally called say. the one is called the Keeping It Clean Bowl, and I just felt like I was like, oh my god, am I killing America with this book? And I was like, well, here's what I'll do. I'll put <laughs> these two salads in the book. No, I mean, you know, again, all these things are healthy-ish. They're meant to be fun and meant to right. be had sort of in moderation. But I mean, uh, the salad's actually really freaking cool. It's uh, you take an it's called Keeping It Clean Bowl, and you like clear out an ice uh iceberg lettuce bowl and you make the salad out of the bowl and use that as your bowl and throw a bunch of stuff in it so it's super fun still epic and super healthy yeah see it's as andy says your contractually obligated salads yes. <laughs> because as a vegan we do and i mean i do enjoy a good salad i do too i do too it's all about balance that way you can have these on balance it all out you know Exactly. That's why I have six pints of Stewart's chocolate peanut butter cup ice cream in my freezer. <laughs> exactly right. 
So um, I am also scrolling through and looking at your recipes right now. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say that I'm really excited to try this lobster mac and cheese. And thank you for putting crushed potato chips. Oh, yes. <laughs> You're so welcome. It might say it's optional there, but I don't think it's really optional. I think you got to do I it. I want to crush potato chips on everything that I eat. Oh, <laughs> Mostly just in the bag and then into my mouth. Yes. <laughs> yes, me too. Oh my god, oh, I'm so hungry. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> oh man. So what's the coolest on your book tour? What was the coolest thing you had someone say? Did you have like people show up that knew I would imagine a fair amount know who you are? So they were like, I'm gonna go see this person. Did you have some people who didn't know? Like yeah, I we mean, were necessarily? It's been uh I scheduled this tour, so the coolest thing about it is I was like, I wanna feed people with this tour. I don't just wanna show up at a bookstore and do book signings because what you know, it's a cookbook. Like what am I really offering with that? I mean, it's fun and it's great and you get a signed book, but like what will make this different? So each city was kind of set up with three different events, usually a pop up dinner, a cooking class, and a book signing. But the book signing usually also came with a food item. Uh, So if you bought a book, you got a free item of something from the book. So in those events, the cooking classes I found, because they were all at cooking schools in different cities, lots of those classes, people sign up because they just see a vegan class and they don't really know who I am some of the time. Some of the time they do, some of the time they don't. Um, But in Philadelphia at a place called uh, Cook, I did like a demo cooking class for 16 people, a really great place, a great venue. And like people come in and they sit around like a bar sort of area and I've got a whole kitchen and I, I cook this meal for them. And everybody out of the 16 people, there were two vegans in that entire class and none of them knew who I was. Wow. Um, and that's sort of like, it's interesting because most people would be like, oh, well, bummer, nobody knows who I am. But me, I'm like, ah, showtime, let's do it. I'm like, these are the people I want to talk to. This mm-hmm. is fantastic, you know? Um, because I sort of, I initially, when I first went vegan, when it finally got through to me, I, it was through entertainment. I was reading the book Skinny Bastard. And um, it resonated with me. I was able to connect with it because it was entertaining me at the same time. It was making me laugh. It was teaching me things. And it was also making me think. Um, so when I, the reason I have meshed entertainment with food is to sort of do those things because that's what worked for me. And I'm like, well, if I can make people laugh and then also feed them a delicious meal and just pique their curiosity and get them asking me questions, then maybe I can make some change that way. So there have definitely been people specifically in classes show up. They don't know who I am and they usually leave super satisfied or they're lying to me, but honestly, I think they've all been genuine, which has been really cool, you know? Oh, man. I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. I just wanted to say, I know you said that your, you know, your tour obviously not, is not coming up this area right now. But if you do want to come back to Troy, um, we can take you to Bourbon and Wolf's and yes. uh, give you some mozzarella sticks that will blow your mind. Yeah, let's make oh, that happen. They are. <laughs> it's, I was going to say, I've got, I can plan this out for you. We can yeah, do. let's make it happen. Yeah, Bourbon oh. and Wolf's. Or if we go up to Queensberry, Birch Bark Eatery. Yeah, we could just start at the top and make our way down. And make our down. way down. There's a whole little vegan tour. these names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, well, then it's a date. You're taking me out for food, it sounds like. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. I had some uh, mozzarella sticks in the book, and they were uh, were okay, but they were just like, I could not get them right for like a home cook situation. And I was like, these cannot go in, which then 
the crazy thing for this book with the epic stuff is it meant like two other recipes had to be cut from the book and i was like uh because they had mozzarella sticks on them but anyway mm. Um, so see, see that's a little insight some things because of this book the way it's you know mapped out just couldn't mm. really make the cut no these uh these mozzarella sticks so good. that's one of cat's things that one she misses one of my things mm-hmm. yes Andy i get that i want mozzarella one. sticks yep and these what do they use for their cheese he, he makes, makes his it. own there we go that's it <laughs> yep yeah, I love it. Yep. Yeah. So good. I want that right now. I know. <laughs> we yeah. don't have any snacks. There's nothing for me to like. Well, we're not soothe, allowed to eat. But I need to soothe. <laughs> I need to self-soothe. It, I should I shouldn't be munching on popcorn in two seconds. Is what you're telling me on this oh no, no. See you can yeah, I you encourage can you to do that. You can't see Andy's uh, death uh, uh, eyes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he can't do anything to you. <laughs> um man what else what else any questions otherwise anything else you want to plug dustin no i mean just uh uh, epic vegan and simply vegan cookbook they're both available everywhere books are sold yeah and you can follow me you know on instagram and all that at the vegan roadie and websites veganroadie.com i'm sure you guys have show notes and all that good stuff like that so don't (laughs) worry about it no, we'll definitely have show notes. These guys are making eyes at me so that I can tell my story now. Oh, as though I, so I, the thing is, is I never, I have no shame. I don't get embarrassed. So I actually enjoy being awkward because it usually ends up in someone else feeling embarrassed. Um, should I, I should be prepared to be embarrassed is what I'm feeling. No, no, no I don't. No no, 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 not at all. So when was this? And like two years two ago, years maybe ago. two, three years ago. I think, um, I think it was like around when we started this yeah so maybe two yeah so about two years ago um it was just andy and i were the only ones present we were at orchard grocer Mm, and we were shopping i was doing my little shopping and i looked to the right and saw this guy taking a picture of the outside of the store and what i thought was just like looking in and staring and i gave them a dirty look And Uh, that guy was you. uh, uh, (laughs) That guy was you. And I actually messaged you on Instagram after apologizing for giving you a dirty look. That's so funny. Because I remember I like looked, I was like, what the fuck is that guy doing? And I realized it was you. And I was like, wow, that was okay, cool. I'm going to have to, I have to head down, walk away now. Um, and then I did on the car ride home, I messaged you and I was like, so you probably didn't even notice, but for my own conscience, oh, yeah. I have to tell you no, that uh, I gave you a dirty look when you were outside yeah. of Orchard Grocer and I'm sorry. Oh my God. Yeah, no, I have to avoid people's dirty looks when I'm taking pictures of stuff because it just comes with the territory and all my all my friends who are like oh great i can't wait for our food to come so i can't eat it like i just have to be like "Uh uh-huh yep that's right (laughs) it's just part of it did i respond i hope i responded back to you you did you did okay yep you did i was looking i was like do i still have that message but i don't um but you did respond back like almost right away and you were just like oh no it's fine like exactly like you would now (laughs) and and i was i was like okay cool so i'm not getting my vegan card taken away i i am the last of the vegan police never ever would i vegan police anyone 
No, it was really, it was really funny. So I was like, cool, I'll have to tell him about it. He, <laughs> like, I was like, I don't care. See, you're, see, he's cool, guys. These two are like waiting for like cats, like I laughing. Like, like it's a, so funny. I think I have like a different memory of that story. I feel like it was way more scandalous. <laughs> I don't know no. why. I like in my mind, you like stalked him through the aisles or something. <laughs> no, that, there aren't even aisles. I was going to say, only Orchard had an aisle. You were like peeking over like the, you know, the little split there between Mushu's. Oh, like. no, no. He was <laughs> like, outside and I gave him a real dirty like, look. Because with my bitch face. Yeah, I don't know why mm-hmm. I like had this like stalker story engraved in my head. No. I, like followed him down the street. Because that also <laughs> could be likely. <laughs> I think maybe if I hadn't given you a dirty look and felt bad, maybe I would have stalked you. <laughs> like I would have like tried to put myself like next to you and been like, hello. Hello. <laughs> tried, to, tried to put myself. You could have just photo bombed all my photos too. You could have just been like, and then when I got home, I've been that like, seems like you. Of that, all of these Reuben sandwiches. That's a very that, Danielle thing to do. That I is think. a me thing. Yeah. But here we are, <laughs> here we are two years later and I am putting circle. myself next to, you know, like now I'm actually having a conversation with you. Hey, you so. bought a Kaled it shirt. Circle. There's nothing you can do wrong in my eyes. You Kaled it. You're nailing it. You're all good. That's right. That's right. This was meant to happen. Oh. All points led to right, right here. Exactly. Who would have thunk? Not me, that's for sure. I know. Definitely this is, not. This is- did you guys enjoy Orchard Grocer? <laughs> what did you get? Do you remember? Did you get the lox? The lox sandwich? Was I that? don't know if that was the time, but I have gotten the lox. I feel like the that, I, don't, I like assigned those, those two, two things together. together for some reason. Was I eating my bagel when I was peeking through the curtains yeah. at him? Or when you were following yeah. him down the street holding a newspaper <laughs> in front of your face? <laughs> um, I did. I did eat a delicious actually, and it was really sloppy. And I remember getting cream cheese on my shoe. And you were one of the weirdest <laughs> things, do, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, that's I love Orchard Grocer. Everything about they're so them. lovely. We had the launch party there for Epic Vegan, and it was awesome. It was so much fun. We served so food nice. from the book and got crazy in the kitchen. It was a good time. I just get so mad when I see their Instagram posts of like, here's the sandwich of the day, That's and two and oh a half God. hours away from you, and too bad you can't have it (laughs) all of their breakfast sandwiches when they do anything on a croissant i know those croissants come on now they actually carry um joey's yeah i was just gonna say mozzarella they've been doing stuff with bourbon and wolf the um sandwiches down at orchard so you might come into contact with his stuff and not even know it yeah and make some mozzarella sticks on my own oh there you go yep it actually they won't be as good though i can tell if you guys are like ooh, ooh, oh ah, ah, over so this you gotta good. have a deep fryer i feel like to make good mozzarella sticks yeah just at home stuff i think that you're right it. yep oh. he does a poutine too oh. with a really good gravy and that word's just funny to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right poutine. you're right I don't know. i'm gonna go I'm, I'm really hungry for some poutine <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's just like poo poo platter. No, that's yes, true. You're right. How did these foods get their names? See, that's in the next I book. You're, okay, so your next book idea is just to take absurdly <laughs> named dishes. That would be an amazing book, actually, and See? that's not a terrible idea. See, and then you can explain the origin of the name and then give a good vegan mm-hmm. version of it. Mm-hmm. I like that. That might actually, I'm starting to think about a new podcast I could do. That might actually be a fun podcast. Oh, that would be. Uh, We volunteer as tributes to Beyond That 100%. TM, 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 TM. Where would we go with poo poo platter and then poutine? What would even be, what's another strange one? Oh, man. 
Andy's got Andy's something. Andy's got something. What did you say, David? Happy family. Compote. Compote. Ooh, compote. Ooh, compote. Yep. Compote. Sound like what, what is it is at all. Compote. Yes. Right. Happy family. Yeah. Yes. Happy family. One of the Asian dishes. Why? Yeah. Locks. Yeah. 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 All of these things. Wow. Yeah. Andy's ready. Yep. Oh, Andy. We'll get research. Firing him off. Andy now. just threw his arms in the air. Oh, sweet. We've got research and development on this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweetbreads. Like, why are internet yeah. called sweetbreads? Why? Yeah. I, There's a lot to go off of here. There you go. Bam. Yeah. Start TM that shit. This is our future. Well, okay. It's your future. And like we just uh, imposed uh, 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 on uh, it. Sorry. But now I have some consultants on it, which is always helpful. Exactly. I feel like Andy's going to, yeah. Andy's going to start like thinking of these things in his sleep and wake up with a weird food name in his head. Please send them to me. If I do, it sounds like a good idea for a podcast. Just as long as I can get all, keep it going is the thing. Yeah. Well, we've managed to keep this going for two years. So I mean, if you can do anything, look at you. So yeah. All right. Well, I guess I guess we'll sign off then. You already did all your plugs for your social media and yeah, all the fantastic things. So it has been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, this was so cool. You guys are lovely. I'm so uh, so uh, happy to uh, have chatted with you. Thanks for having me. Uh, we're we're honored, and hopefully, sometime we'll come to the city and we can maybe have a meal together that doesn't involve yeah, me staring at you or whatever yes, I do. Uh, please, that would be <laughs> making dirty looks at me. Yeah, yeah. We go to or you can, and we'll just make a thing of it. We go to the city kind of a lot because Danny and I also love musical theater. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, have you guys heard of the musical Six? Uh-oh. Have Uh-oh. have I? Uh-oh. We can't yeah. sign off now. Tell me, tell me. Yeah. Danny wants to see it. So it's not bad. on Broadway yet, is it? No, but I saw it in Chicago when I was on the book tour. I saw the closing performance of it. Did you die? Am I speaking <laughs> to your ghost right now? It was it. Listening to it is great, but then it like went beyond expectations live. I was so happy because the book for it is so good and you don't get a glimpse of that on the CD at all. Ugh. CD, what is this, 2004? <laughs> um, What's a CD? On my digital streaming device. I <laughs> cannot handle, I um, so I'm the world's biggest, nerdiest Henry VIII fan on the face of the planet. And really? So, oh my God, <laughs> re-fucking-diculous. Really? It's so bad. So when this musical came out, you were like, yeah. oh. I, I was like, what is this? Actually, one of my friends, um, well, our mutual friend, Josh, showed me. He's like, you have to listen to this. And I have been. And then he sent me the article and I immediately texted Kat. And I was like, we need to fucking see this. I don't care when I need to see it at least once, probably three times. Ugh, it's just going to be. I, well, I said to my friend the other day, I said, what's uh, like, what's too many times to listen to this in one day? <laughs> no such thing. The limit does not exist. Yeah, no such yeah. thing. The limit does not exist. Yeah. Nope. No. All right. Well, great. So when it comes to Broadway, we're going to see that and we're having food and it's going to be. I would love to. Perfect. Great. Well, then on that note, we can't go anywhere. There's nowhere good to go from here because that is just (laughs) is like that is the ultimate. That's it. Great. Fantastic. Great. All right. Well, thank you again, Dustin. It's been real. Thank you so much, guys. What are you doing? (laughs) Just making a mess. Stop. I'm fine. (laughs) <laughs> wow that was are you recording this oh great he is recording so we're recording You're, that's cat's reaction to my dog 
for all you dog lovers out there stop this is mine mine too (laughs) now she was talking about her vagina because my dog was getting in her personal business um anyways he doesn't know boundaries everything is his he's a greyhound he's tall and lanky and he just doesn't understand the world around him um so the interview how'd you feel about it i want to go eat food with our new best friend and watch broadway immediately well, we can do it. I like to go. I mean, we're going to go down. Are we going to go down after Thanksgiving? I know you oh, like I mean, to do yeah. So, go down all the time. So that's great. My life opens up so much more after I'm married. I know that sounds <laughs> ironic because I feel like people usually My say that your life. opens up a lot more after you get married, too. Right? Yeah. It's like that one day. Yeah. It's going to be so much fun. But then we can Broadway and go eat. With our new best friend. Do you think he'll cook for us, too? I mean, there's only one way to find out. We gotta ask. Dustin. We'll just show up on his doorstep. Hello. I feel like we should just make friends with David. You know, he got pulled into this yeah. whole thing now and be like, hey. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was great. I can't believe you mentioned Six. I am. So funny. And oh, for, my God. Can you, of all the shows, though, honestly, what... Like, I mean, it is a... It's not a big show, though. Yeah. It's just a, you know, a thing that people know is coming. I wouldn't say it's like... A well-known thing. It's not like he was like, "Are you a fan of Hamilton or something like right, that?" Right, right, right. No, six of please. Sometimes people are just meant to be together. Sometimes, and fate uh, knocks on your door. It's from the moment I gave him that dirty look in that grocery you store. You should have known until now. Yeah, we were meant to be friends. Yeah, and for anyone who doesn't know, I am a very big henry the eighth fan which is why one of my cats is charles brandon the duke of suffolk but it's fine in case anyone was wondering and that's they were they were i know (laughs) they were (laughs) (laughs) they were i don't (laughs) i don't think anyone's ever found out all of our cats names have you ever like so you know how many cats you have right but have you ever like listed out the cats names and for some reason by listing their names you're like like, it makes it worse (laughs) or so i'm missing one or am i missing one i'm like wait a second well because rebecca watched my cats for me last week and at one point she texted me and she was like okay so i know who ellie is and i know all of yours but like who are the rest of these cats And I had to like break down like which one is JJ and which one is Cece and like yep. that's baby cat and you know. Yep. <laughs> She's like, I know Lily and I know Eleanor. Who's ever, who are the rest of these cats? <laughs> well, everybody knows Lily. Everybody knows Lily. Lily rules the household. My poor so. little Lillian. She's such a bad cold. Her face is so disgusting. Wow. It's covered in snot and Ew. boogers and. Oh, she's so sick. I feel so bad. My little four pounds. I keep calling her four pounds of snot. (laughs) (laughs) Does Mike ever call you that? No, I'm a lot more than four pounds of snot. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that time that you blew snot all over everyone after the roller coaster? Yes, I do. You were literally dripping snot off of your face. to. Yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. Wish I had a picture of that. (laughs) Maybe someday. Maybe someday. Indeed. Mm -hmm. Great. Well... Then we'll let the folks go. Listen to six. Download download the uh, CD. The CD. Wow. What year is it? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? They still make CDs, though. I was they in do. Newberry Comics in um, Rhode Island last week, and they had like all the new CDs out in front. I was like, wow, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> People are still doing this? Okay. Yeah. 
I don't know, go to the local radio shack and buy them. Circuit City. Circuit City. (laughs) Head on down to Media Play. I miss Media Play. Oh, you're old. So, (laughs) uh, until next time, go to thevspot.fm. Support us by subscribing and rating and reviewing. And and go buy Dustin's book. Go buy Dustin's book. Support him by um, watching The Vegan Roadie Mm -hmm. and also buying his books, both of them. Yes. One for, you know, when you want to become normal vegan and the other one when you want to be fucking epic. Yeah. Yeah. Go do that. Mm -hmm. And that's all. That's all, folks. Oh, shit. We don't have our thing. (gasps) Andy. How about I just throw this pillow instead? Okay. (laughs) Do that. Great. What would make a really loud sound? Andy's face? <laughs> yeah, do Andy's face. At least it'll be satisfying. Uh, Click. Caught it. It doesn't make a noise. It lights up. That's it. Oh, Jesus. Great. <laughs>